0: Within the multiverse, it's a fantastic magical realm, a place we call hearth. This is the world of Magus Elgar. Episode 1. The Mirror Cauldron. Magic is everywhere throughout the world of Hearth, though each spell comes with a price. Without totems to channel their power, one could easily find themselves covered head-to-toe in symbols from dimensions unknown, sputtering about a beast with a million eyes. But thankfully our tale does not follow a descent into such madness. Second! It begins with the death of a sorcerer, who was nice enough to do that for us already.
1: Now this... Get down, sir! Oh,
0: oh goodness, accursed eyes, get
1: off me! You'll have plenty of time to explain this later. Get out of here! Y-
0: you don't have to tell me twice. Later then.
1: through, dear Udo!
2: Hold your hands high! Oh, no. Remember magic is about confidence! Declare your will and show that dragon you mean business! I declare that this is a terrible idea. That's the spirit, Acolyte. Inkandale can maintain this dragon form for long. Just remember the root of all magic. Oh oh, no, 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 no. no. Offensive magic is derived from being offensive! You have to insult the laws of nature and the ancient tongue of trite! I have to what? Insult the dragon! Honestly, I'm talking to myself here. Magus Elgar! A little help? Patience, Udo. I have to examine these scrolls before they get burned. It's not every day a sorcerer actually writes something down. Everything about this is awful! Well, you wanted the sorcerer to stop being so mouthy! Uh, I swear, always changing your mind like a two-headed serpent at a buffet! This is the kind of monkey paw thing you should expect with comments like that! The dragon is breathing lightning that is on fire! How is that possible? Uh, Oh, you would be costing fire-lightning, too, if you were actually motivated! Please, Megas Elgar, I don't want to die! Are you done with those scrolls yet, the what? No! The scrolls, they were nowhere. A manifest of manifestos. Still a waste of time. I was just admiring this silvery cauldron. Really brings the light into the room. Don't you think, Udo?
1: Back! Back! Claws in my back!
2: Fine. Kids today can't appreciate a good dragon fight. In a moment, I need to think of a snappy line to go with his death. It's only respectful. Got it! Oh, dragon! You know, I have to say I'm rather impressed. You probably had to eat a lot of plop cakes to maintain that mass of a dragon. Though, you know what they say about junk food. It goes right through you.
0: Kill thy chicks! <laughs>
1: Oh, 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 it's in my mouth. Couldn't you have, I don't know, changed him back or something? (sighs) Instead of turning half his blood into oil? That sorcerer's dragon spill was
2: going nowhere. Besides, all I did was accelerate the process by a few millennia.
1: I thought you told me the point of magic was benevolence and higher understanding. Not violence and murder. Magic is a lot like comedy, Udo. It cannot function without a modicum of
2: misery. (laughs) Why else would they call it sorcery? If nothing was injured in magic, it'd be called... uh, benignery, or or something equally foolish. Now, take a look at this.
1: What a strange cauldron. Ah, this dude is rancid. Oh, oh! It's like a cow's stomach was turned inside out.
2: Yes, yes, very smelly. I'm not talking about the dragon. Look, the cauldron. It appears to be made of solid silver blood. But silver blood is always a liquid metal. Hmm. Sorcerer Inkadale must have been in the middle of casting something quite serious. Well, it's a good thing we stopped him. There's no telling what kind of disaster he could have spawned if he'd gotten the chance. I want to set
1: my clothes on fire. And never eat again. Oh, what kind of insanity did I sign up for?
2: Yes, insanity.
1: And one knows that insanity is the
2: most dangerous kind of sanity, nestled between the obscenity and outsanity. Just think about it, you do. What kind of horrible, unbelievable, spine tingling magic could have spawned from this mercurial supermutter mystery? <laughs> Let's cuss it. What? After all that about danger? That just made me want to cost it even more. No, there's nothing to it but to test it. Pack up the cauldron, Udo. Put it in a doggy bag or something. It's half my size and twice my weight. A massive bag, then. I can't walk you through everything, even if I am your
0: mentor. I'll never get these soot marks out of my robe. Ah, Udo Malaki's tolerance of the greatly respected Magus Ilgar is sadly not by choice. The young spellcaster is part of the once feared Malaki sorcerer family, yet Udo is the first magically inclined Malaki for generations. Instead of taking the path of the feared sorcerer, he has chosen to follow the studies of the Magi, a respected balance between research and magical talent. Though with the reputations of a historically malevolent sorcerer clan, Udo makes an undesirable student amongst the Magi. Now, our bewildered student prepares to address the issue of recreating the sorcerer's spell before his teacher has yet another destructive incident. But that's
1: easier to do without all that fire. Oh, much easier, thank you. I could use a little privacy. It's a stairwell. All the same. Very well. I know when I'm not needed. (sighs) Alright, let's try this again, Kakei. Megas? I must protest about your current study. There are just some magics mankind wasn't meant to tamper with, and I have to- No, I must request you stop before you damn all of us to the unblinking. I know I'm just your apprentice, but I feel it's my duty to make a conscientious objection. No, I don't think I'm being hypocritical. Just because I turned you into a replica doesn't make my point any less valid. If you think I'm bad, what kind of accidents do you think a full-fledged Magus would make? (laughs) Oh, that was loud. Nope. No, I want nothing to do with this. Listen, I want to figure out magic as much as you do, but I also like keeping my inside parts where they belong. Inside.
3: Mm? Uh,
1: no, I haven't figured out how to switch you back yet. If I had, this conversation would be a lot less one-sided. Mm. I know. It's my responsibility. Try to be patient, Kakei. Once I finish Megas Algar's training, I'll be able to change you back for sure. Mm? Have him do it? Do you remember what happened to the last person who got transformed? He tried experimenting on it. He made that strange dragon rabbit instead of finding a cure. Ugh. How could something so cuddly and something so terrifying mix together to be, well, both? Well, yeah, there is you. If you were anyone else, you'd be a smear on the bottom of my shoe. No, I'm not going to kill you. Stop asking that. I don't even think I can. You're as indestructible as you are... uh, Charming? Question mark? (sighs) Helgar must be experimenting in the kitchen again. Maybe this is a bad time. (gasps) Fine. 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 I should have just stayed in Mossdale
2: on, Megus. Oh. oh, dear minister, you are much too early. The earwig isn't quite producing the secretions I need for your balance potion. But fear not! You'll be dancing by the end of the week.
1: Megus, it's just I admit,
2: mag- it's challenging when you're born with two left feet. You might think a good jig is impossible. But it all boils down to telling your brain there's only one left foot to dance with. Megus. Shush, shush, shush! Not now, minister! I'll be down in a jiffy!
1: Now all we need to do Mega, is those two <laughs> Ha Ha ha!
2: Brilliant! Here we are, Minister! Your balance potion! Only cost us a table! And a few utensils.
1: I've been trying to tell you it's me! Udo! Why do you insist on casting in the kitchen? You have three floors dedicated to magic! Ah! Oh, well, dear Udo! That's what the magic would
2: expect!
1: A good magus knows when he has to be unpredictable. Or, you forgot this was the kitchen. Again. Ha! Got it in one, Udo! Way
2: to keep on your toes! Oh, uh, terribly sorry. I got scrapped. The dragon bone plate in my skull probably needs its focus enchantment aligned. That's not the only thing
1: that's misaligned.
2: Quite right, my apprentice. The attuning crystal needs a bit more
1: calibration, too. Ah. I... Magus, I came here to talk to you about something important. Ha! <laughs> Brilliant! You were expecting this? Oh,
2: I was expecting the pitch to go well, but you talking is nothing special, my dear student. We all talk. It's what make us good magi. Uh,
1: when you say pitch, uh, oh, oh, the tuning fork. No, please, just sit still for a moment and let me say my piece. All right. Uh, well? I wasn't expecting it to be this easy. It isn't. You haven't said a thing i'm getting to that uh you uh, me dragons um study magic i know you don't
2: approve of my haphazard research methods but it comes with the territory if we never took risks we'd never make progress you understood that (laughs) of course Magi are supposed to understand the gaps in the universe. That, and you left your prompting parchment on the floor.
1: <clears throat> Writing makes things clearer.
2: Oh, I never found a reason to write myself. It's all up here.
1: I didn't know you had such a good memory. No, my dear
2: boy. Dragonbone plate. It's the perfect way to attune my magic without all that mental interference. Oh, do you smell graves? <laughs> um, anyway, would it assuage you if I included you in this research?
1: <clears throat> a swage.
2: Sorcerer Incadale was working on something huge. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter to you if it's uh, a tiny bit forbidden, does it?
1: It's forbidden? Why else would the Ministry politely request we go put a stop to it? That was less polite and more uncontrollable sobbing.
2: I always get those two mixed up. Regardless, Inca Darley was determined to cast his spell no matter the cost.
1: But the magic mutated him into that horrible dragon. Uh, Yes, it seemed like quite the backfire. Left him a little more than a sack of blood and guts. You did that. But remember the cardinal rule of magic, Udo. Always know what your spell does.
2: No! A backfiring spell provides a backlash equal to the potency of the spell being cast.
1: Yeah, well, what does that mean?
2: It means whatever he was casting was really powerful. So it's our
1: job, nay, our duty to figure out how to cast it. Let me get this straight. You've been researching how to cast the spell that accidentally mutated a sorcerer into a power-mad dragon, and you don't even know what he was casting?
2: (laughs) Exactly!
1: That's how the best spells are discovered. Throw it at the
2: wall and read the tea leaves. Or scorch marks. It depends on the spell's potency,
1: really. Megas, that's exactly how the rabbit dragon happened.
2: He was just adorable, wasn't he? (laughs) Uh, Wasn't he? Oh, come on now, Udo, you can't deny that you're curious. I see the way your temple is throbbing. Pulsing with excitement at the promise of adventure and discovery? Mm. The secrets of the universe are in the palm of my hand.
1: Oh. Magus Horvitz, 3rd son, 12501.
2: A wise Magus who also pined for the impossible?
1: Alright, I'm curious. Curse at all.
2: Excellent! Ha <laughs> ha! Another lesson you need to learn, Udo. Magi have a thirst for knowledge whether they like it or not. It's why the non-magical council of nine that moan about forbidden texts are so crotchety. Jealousy!
1: They're crotchety because your student mortality rate is so high. Pardon? Nothing.
2: Well, follow me upstairs. <laughs> Aw, Kakei. <okay>. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, Kakei.
2: I didn't realize you were down there. Easy now. Here we are. Your familiar, uh, uh, thing. Now, uh, how has the little Rapika been?
1: Uh, did you solve that uh, secretion problem? Making progress. He only does it when he's stressed. Or annoyed. Or upset. Seems he's all three at the moment, isn't he?
2: Yeah... Well, come along, Udo, and bring Kakei with you. It's too shrapnel-y in here for the poor thing. Someone ought to fix that table. Uh, this way. The mirror cauldron is upstairs.
1: The what? Magus, couldn't we just give this to another wizard to study? Udo,
2: need I remind you the
1: difference between us magi and those wizards? A uh, sorcerer's cast without study... Wizards study but can't cast without components and magi try to balance between the two. Close. Sorcerers
2: use their own ether instead of channeling through totems, making them crazy. Wizards hoard knowledge, so they have social shut-ins. And magi research and have the talent to cast without components. Do you honestly think a wizard would do anything more than try to destroy it or hide it in some
1: library? I was kind of counting on that. Sorcerer magic usually ends in explosions or something similar. They'd be great at parties if it weren't for all that sacrificing
2: and inane cackling that tends to follow.
1: Do you at least have any idea what this does?
2: the mirror cauldron from what i gather sorcerer inca dale made his spirits rest his bloody paste was trying to cast a transmutation spell with it that resulted in the horribly unstable dragon he turned into
1: you think it was being a sorcerer that made him unstable
2: but i believe this cauldron is a means to cast a spell based on a practitioner's intelligence instead of one's spirit
1: what's the point of that the texts always say that spirit is the motivator and knowledge is the awareness behind it. It can't be the other way around, right? Why not? Doesn't
2: fire occasionally cool the body? Can't water set kindling ablaze?
1: No, that's why fire burns things and water douses them. Ha ha, nantics. When has fire burned anything worth keeping?
2: My sister died in a fire. So, my theory is, why not try a
1: conjuration instead and see what comes out? My best guess? The unblinking. It's always going to be the unblinking, no matter what you do.
2: <laughs> and this is why you shouldn't guess, Udo. You've got a terrible habit of choosing the worst case scenario. But, good point. We must take every precaution possible here.
1: What's this? A fire counter potion? No. Mead! How long have you been drinking? (laughs) Not important!
2: If you're going to metaphorically splash magic on the wall, you need to absolve all responsibility! If anyone asks, uh, the mead can tell us.
1: What? No! (laughs) Right! Here we
0: go then! Excuse me a moment.
2: What is it?
0: Oh, got it. The clip on this thing is fiddly.
2: Oh, good. I was worried you were going to miss something. <coughs> Are you sure about this? Of course, of course not. That's why it's magic. New Fortunate. Portos. Ulamol. Oh, no. It's working. I can't believe it. Oh, no. Oh, blasted, this room is too small. I didn't think this one through. Oh, as you know.
0: With a bloom of arcane power, the cauldrons swallow them both, drawing them into a portal of silvery confusion before a backlash ripped through the research laboratory. And if they come too, they will no longer be in the world they called home. Unlike myself, because I was smart enough to bring a harness. (laughs) Ah, appears I'm stuck. Hello? Anyone? ANYONE! Oh, it is... Uh, I suppose I'll wait for something to happen then.
1: Ugh. Oh, ouch. Oh, everything hurts. Oh, good! You're awake! Oh, uh, what
2: happened? We seem to be in another realm. Possibly inside an Eldridge Temple.
1: This isn't the Unblinking, is it? Well,
2: I don't see any eyes, so opticalistic outlook, um, uh, optimistic, um, uh, sorry. Are you alright, Kake? But once you've dusted yourself off, you can help me. Uh, there appears to be something stuck in my arm. Can
1: you give me a moment? Kake's tail is pinched, too. Uh, there we go. So, what? Uh, oh, oh, you have something stuck in your arm. Indeed! It looks like a halberd, but I can't fathom why it would be so tiny. Pulling it out might help. Here. Ouch!
2: <laughs> ah, th- th- there we go. It seems to be a writing quill, but its tip has been replaced with a stabbing implement. I shall call it a slicing pen. What barbarian
1: would design this?
2: What was that? It came from above us. What should we do? As a magish Udo, my curiosity compels me to investigate. Who oh, no. though, my self-preservation is a stronger argument. Hide!
0: What world has Megis Elgar and his assistants stumbled upon? Will they learn the secrets of the Mirror Cauldron? If you ask this, casual observer, they're dead, and obviously in a hellish dimension for their hubris. But don't take my word for it. Find out next time. It's not like I'm going anywhere.
3: In Magus Elgar by Kennedy Phillips, Ricardo Cabral played the narrator, Udo Malaki, Chris Moore, Sorcerer in Kadale, Kellan Goff, Magus Elgar, William Violinus, and Kake was played by Kennedy Phillips. The theme music was created by Hamed Hokamzadeh. Incidental music by Andrew Maz and APM Music. Vocal performance was directed by Andrew Cornell. For a full list of credits, please visit MagusElgar.com. Magus Elgar is a Melody Gun production mucked about for the entertainment of listeners like you. acolytes i'm magus serling Tenthorn. i truly hope you enjoyed magus elgar today but our magical journey is not over and neither is yours if you enjoy the nonsensical antics we're up to on the planetane of hearth why not consider supporting our ventures visit maguselgar.com to find more about the world of hearth view artwork get your hands on high-quality episodes, or even just sample the music because you're that particular type of wonderful audiophile that listens to soundtracks instead of real music, like me! Megus Elgar Season 1 is also available wherever audiobooks are sold. We have a newsletter that can keep all you acolytes informed about what is coming next. You can also engage us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. We also have a YouTube page full of videos that talk about all sorts of nifty things in the world of Hearth. You can also help us by giving an honest review on your favorite podcasting platform or share with your favorite mortal creature or interdimensional traveler. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we hope to see you again.